What's going on, guys? We have the trophy husbands. I'm Marcus. I'm Nick. Again! And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's all you get. That's that's all that's around. That's all that's chilling and hanging out and I mean, recording last minute on a Tuesday at 5.30. Yeah, because Luke's officially in Chicago now. Yeah, he's out in Illinois officially now. He uh, made the trip on Saturday. He's out there, and uh, Maggie and Steve... Are getting things situated with their place. Their place is pretty darn, uh, pretty darn good actually. I was over there last night with uh, my one friend, and we were hanging out, playing some card games and stuff, and uh, watch, watching the Matrix. <laughs> but they got it pretty well set up now. It's, it's, it's nice. It's not bad at all. No, I was over there on uh, Saturday. Oh, were you there? Yeah, no, not Saturday. No, uh, Friday. 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 Yeah. And we were playing the the, the games on the Jackbox TV and stuff like that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. He was he was mentioning that. I yeah. can't think of the name off the top of my head because he mentioned it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've played that before. Yeah, it was awesome. It was the first time I ever played it. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it's a really cool, like, fun little party game kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. Now we're just going to sound like idiots, though, because we're like, let us tell you all about this game, but we don't know what it's called. <laughs> No, I just remember it was Jackbox. It was like the thing that had everything, but I don't remember the individual games because everyone comes with like five different games. Oh, you're thinking of something else then. Okay. What were you thinking about? He was telling me about one game, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, who brought it that it was like, uh, it's on your phone, but then like it's on the TV. Yeah, same thing. Is, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were it's talking like, like something physical there. I'm like, mmm. <laughs> no, it's that, it's like, it's one thing, but then all the games have individual names. Yeah. It's like Quiptions or something like that. That's something along the lines yeah, there. Yeah, something with the word Quip in it. Yeah. Quip, Quiptions? Quip. I don't even know. It's going to bug the fuck out. I know, right? Like... But, <laughs> so we play that, and I kept making up random names. Like, the first name I made, because you get to name yourself every time. Yes. So the first name that I made was Chocolate Thunder. Of course. Yeah. And then, um... Black Cupid come in there anyway? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was funny because Jen didn't get it. It was like a bunch of us, like, me, Steve, Jen, um, her boyfriend, and then I forget the, I forget the guy's name that had the actual game. That's, yeah, uh, saying, like, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I've met him a couple times. Yeah, now. he was cool. He was yeah, he was a cool guy, yeah. Game guy. Game guy. Yeah. Well, I was invited to that too. Like they hit me up and invited Alex and I both. But my weekend was pretty boring <laughs> this weekend because Friday and Saturday I had to drive up to Lancaster around eight and babysit my niece from eight in the evening until around three o'clock in the morning. Because my sister-in-law was gone on like a girls' weekend out at the beach, and then my brother works at Falloons. I think we've mentioned that before. Yeah. So he wanted to come down to go to work, and so she'd already be in bed, so it wasn't a big deal, but it's just kind of, well, Friday and Saturday, that's my weekend, <laughs> hanging out, babysitting my niece. <laughs> yeah. So we did that. I kept picking random names, and like, the one name that I picked, it was like Vag Blaster, but it was in elite speak. So oh, it was like, Lord. It was like V4... G, B, L, blah, blah, blah. And the thing was, Jen didn't get it. And she was just like, are you picking just random things? And I'm like, yes, Jen. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm so, that makes me laugh, because actually, Alex for, 
forgot the password for the Wi-Fi here. She brought down a new device, her, her Nook. We, on Sunday, we actually, as another way, where it was just like, that's my weekend. We went up to her grandmother's on Sunday and mm-hmm. spent almost the entire day up there because we had missed her grandmother's 90th birthday the weekend before because Alex was working. So we went up and spent time with her. But while we were at, we stopped at her parents' place and... She grabbed her Nook, and Sunday we're sitting down, we're just kind of hanging out, and she wanted to connect her Nook to uh, the Wi-Fi. She's like, what's the Wi-Fi password again? And I spell it out for her, and I'm like, it's Superman and Lead, or like, it's one of the ways you could spell Superman and Lead. Yeah. And uh, she just looks at me, she's like, what's Lead? And I'm just like, it's kind of like an early internet speak kind of thing, like you, you replace mm-hmm. symbols and her... Letters with symbols and numbers and that kind of stuff. And Jesus looks at me and goes like, you are such a nerd. Because she's like, what's LEET? I'm like, LEET, like L-E-E-T. I said, or you could do L-3-3-T, or you could do exclamation 3-3-1. And I started to take all the ways you could just do LEET. And she's like, oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you didn't realize I was this big of a nerd? Like, it's literally my job. So... That was my name. And the entire time, nobody changed names except for me, so I just kept picking random stuff, like, I think Maggie was Space Aids, Steve was Poop, Jen was... Way to get original there, Steve. (laughs) Steve, consistency! (laughs) Poop will never die. It's a great word. I mean, it is. Because it's like, you can laugh at that when you're five, the same that you can laugh, well... (laughs) Depending on how, how immature you are, laugh at it the same way when you're 27. I don't fuck who, how, poop is funny. <laughs> fuck that shit. I mean, 95, I'm just gonna walk up to Marcus, who, be, what, 98, 97 at that yeah. time? And whatever. I'm just gonna be like, poop, <laughs> Marcus, poop. <laughs> I remember when people leave their, like, when, when Facebook first kind of came on, everybody's getting Facebooks, and... People would leave their page open. Oh my god, yeah. And the first, you would like write something, and it was always something about poop. Like, I like poop. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, what did I see? Oh. <laughs> Greg, who we've had on the show before, mm-hmm. um, he did that apparently, left his Facebook open. And somebody posted up on his Facebook this blatant picture of like a nipple pierced boob kind of thing. And he's just like, and, and the text said, like, I think this is the sexiest thing ever, or something like that. And all of the responses below, one of them being his mother, were like, that's disgusting. And <laughs> for whatever reason, instead of deleting it, Greg left it up and responded to his mom going, no, mom, I agree, I think it's really gross, and then tagged the guy who actually posted up, like, so-and-so posted this up under my name. It's like, Greg, you're an idiot. Just delete the post. <laughs> no, but you gotta bring people down with you. That's the thing, like, my friend Bobby and I got to the point where, um, he and I would fuck with each other's Facebooks if it left it open, but there was this one time, I forget what it was, I said something just like, because we, we had a joke, and... But between our friend group, anyway, we use the phrase munching browners, which is like literally eating shit. Yeah. And it was something that was like... I was going to say, I could guess where that one was <laughs> going. <laughs> uh, 
No, put something like on his page. It's like, I love munching browners and washing it down with the golden showers or just something like that. Oh, and Lord. it stayed up for a while. And then when he saw it, it was to the point where it was just like, all right, man, truce. Like, <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> We've gone too far. Uh, he and I have some grandiose, grandiose, amazing. Just like, it's always... <laughs> It's always a story. There's always a story. And, like, one of my best friends is his girlfriend. Oh, jeez. So it's always... She's she's just, like, sitting there, like, rolling her eyes, and him and me are just like, fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, like, fucking shit up. <laughs> like, we just used to, like, fuck with... Like, all my friends would fuck with all of my friends, and it was great. Of course. Of course. I mean, that's what you do when you're friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you don't fuck with people, and you don't mess with people, you, you don't like them. Exactly. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> but no. Um, Hashtag aesthetic. <laughs> Hashtag that city life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like this one time group of people were hanging out. It's like maybe like three or four people that we were... Is my high school group of friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, we talked with them in school and whatnot, but never really hung out outside of the school. Yeah. They were hanging out with us, and we just started... Well, first off, we always railed on my friend Smitty, who you guys all met during the New York Comic Con episode, and then my other friend Andrew. The famed Andrew that... What was it? Was it Travis? No. It was, uh, Steve Stein swears is not real. Uh, no, that's, uh, Brian. Yeah, Brian says he's not real. Yes. But that one, and those two, like, I feel like almost every group has definitely their patsy, like, the one person that they are always, like, able to poke fun of. Yeah, they, that's, that's the one person that always gets to, like, the mega The, the, the maximum shit. crap, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, and that's how these two were, and I remember these... It was, a, it was a group of girls that were hanging out with us, too. And they just look at us and go... Because, I mean, like, they, they swing it back at us, too, obviously. And we swing it all out at each other. Oh, yeah. But those two are the ones that get the max. But they're just like, are you guys sure you're friends? And we're like, yeah, why? Like, all you do is make fun of each other. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's smart. What else are you supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> I saw this one, um, this, like, little stick figure meme that somebody made, and it was just like, when girls hang out, and you see three girls at a bar, and they're just chilling, hanging out, and then one's just like, alright, it was nice talking with you guys, I gotta go, they were sitting together, they were all talking, like, all complimenting each other, and it's like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty, this and that, <laughs> and then when she leaves in the next baby, like, oh my like, god, can yeah, you it was believe like, her? like, can you believe her, I don't like her, blah, blah, blah. As opposed then, to a guy who's just like, you're an idiot, like, right to your face. Yeah, it was like, it was like, guy, it was like, the guys at the bar sitting there, like, giving each other shit and ripping on each other, and it's like, fucking loser, man, you suck, baby, baby, and they're like, giving each other shit back and forth, and then it shows the next one when he leaves. When he leaves, they're like, and then, man, I love that guy. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> He's a cool guy, I really like him. <laughs> I mean, that honestly is what it is, though. Yeah. And I've always said this, I'm just like, the person who gets made fun of the most is normally the person who everyone likes the most. Yeah. At least in, like, a group of friends. I'm not I'm not saying, like, if you have a bully and that bully is consistently bullying you, like, 
Yeah. Not, not the same thing, but if you know no. that you're friends. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's a weird dichotomy that guys have that girls don't. It really is. And they don't, they don't get it. When we fuck with each other, it means we like each other. <laughs> and then, but the thing is, like, if you touch a nerve, look, man, I didn't mean like, to upset you. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. And that's it. And yeah. you're just kind of like, all right, I even had it. Was it Sunday. I got this weird text from Steve, and even Steve like said about it yesterday. He's like, "I'm sorry, it's not that weird text, but I just heard somebody sent uh, Maggie a text saying that I'd been going around and saying that I thought it was selfish of them moving out and all this kind of stuff." And I'm just like, "I what?" Because he texted me, he's like, "Are we cool?" Because I heard that. I'm like, "Dude." I told you right from the get-go when you told me we were fine. Like, it, what else? Like, you know, it's no biggie. If anything, it's probably for the best. I'm paying less now. But, um, but yeah, it's just, I'm just like, you, you never know. But at the same time, it's like, Steve took me for face value. It's like, dude, I, I didn't say anything like that. And he's like, all right, cool. Like, that was all that it was. It was mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely, it's, it's a... Is everyone just not living today? Dude, that's how it constantly is. Philadelphia being one of the main main roads. It's like Philly for going west, Market for going east, east. and then George for north and south. This just call this Are You Awake? Oh, I can't even tell you a couple times. I have been woken up just like <gasps> Of course, you know, ironically. The noise from those don't bother me as much. Like, I still wake up from them, but I don't wake up and it like, like, I'm just like, mm, stupid. <laughs> like, because I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. What always freaks me out and did the other week was during the one really big storm that happened at night, and there was, like, this huge Krakatoa thunder, and I, like, woke up, and, like, I sat up, like, I jumped up, and I'm, like, on the bed, like, ready to go, and Alex is just like, lay back down, you're fine. <laughs> In my heart's like <laughs> fucking air air sirens. Woo! But yeah, shit around, give each other shit. That's what we do. It's kind of like ingrained in the DNA. I w- well, I was just about to say, like, I want to know what evolutionary like steps happen for guys to evolve and become like that, as opposed to girls to evolve and become like how they are. Like, I don't know. Is it that like women are more? Are, are, are smarter and more conniving in the way that they're like, oh, well, I won't say anything directly to their face. Or is it that men are... I wouldn't say it's more conniving. I just think it's just how we're built. Because, like... Or is it more that, like, guys can shrug off insults better? I don't know. I wouldn't even say that. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, because there are some girls that you can basically treat almost like one of the guys. Amanda. Amanda. Both Amandas. Yeah, both Amandas. Libby. <laughs> Jinx! Yeah. We should get the fuck on this. Oh, God. I don't know. I think it kind of stems from... Just the culture? Culture and childhood. It can sometimes be detrimental, but I think this is kind of how we're made. Is just like We sit around and say, ah, oh, suck it up. Nah. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd like actually to see if... Uh, we're saying culture... Mm-hmm. I'd like to see if, because obviously we're talking American culture. Yes. I'd like to see if there's a difference throughout cultures throughout the world. Like, yeah. If even even ones like, uh, I'm not even going to wrap it all up because it's so varied. But like, if the 
British culture between French culture, between German culture, like if all of those differentiate between what would be deemed acceptable, because, I don't know, you've seen the stereotypes for, the stereotype that they put out for like a German as being like super strict and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and everyone has their stereotypes. Americans were originally these loud, energetic people, now they're loud, fat people, like... <laughs> I feel like those are the two stereotypes that own America. At least around in the eastern end, I feel, is mm -hmm. more European-influenced. Yeah. But then if you go further west, that's going to be more eastern-influenced, like mm -hmm. Asia and all those. Okay. Like, I'd love to see the difference, if there is a difference, like even between a mentality of, of like Pennsylvania, east coast, between west coast in that kind of manner. And then in the aspect of, you know, you go to Hawaii, or like you go over to Japan, or China, or any of the Koreas, or Russia, and like, because yeah. we're saying culture is effective, which, which it absolutely is. It was really interesting when I went to, uh, when I went to the West Coast, I don't know, it just felt a bit more, like, warm. Not, not in the sense of weather, obviously like it's going to be more warm. a little more, yeah, like, yeah, like, a, a little, little more, more accepting. Like yeah. Like, I, I go over there, and I remember... I'm just kind of like pussing around, popping into a skate shop, and there's literally like two dudes behind the counter and like four guys just hanging out talking about random shit. And I'm like, all right. I like this. Yeah, I like it. And I mean, it happens around here, but it was just, I remember, I was just like, yeah, well, guys, like, so what's good to eat around here? And I'm just kind of like, you got pen and pad? And I just started listing shit off. <laughs> and it was just that, and like just asking people, like, hey, like, where does the train go if I take the train from here to here? I'm just like, oh, man, you know, it just goes over here. I mean, it's like that around here, too. It depends definitely on the area where you're in around here. Yes. Because, like, certain areas, they'll just look at you like, the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting. I mean, it's the same way in, like, certain bars I know. As we've said before, I'm a talkative person. Mm-hmm. And if I'm at a bar by myself, which occasionally happens... When Alex is working and everyone's busy and I don't feel like cooking, I'm like, oh, I'll walk down to the roads or something and hang out and grab a meal. There, I feel comfortable to butt into a conversation or turn to a guy next to me and be like, hey, how's it going? Especially if they're sitting there by themselves as well. Yeah. But I also know a handful of bars around here where I'm just like, nope, you go in, you keep your head down, you get your food, you get your drink, you get out. <laughs> yeah. The first time, now I've been back since, so I've had... Better experiences. Better experiences. But the first time I ever went to the tourist inn, mm. out in Hallam, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was just like, this place is sketchy as fuck. I need to leave. <laughs> I'm saying something if you're saying it's sketchy after going to Jackie B's. Oh no, Jackie B's is a cakewalk. The only thing you do with in Jackie B's is just smoke. Like, mm. Well, I've told you before about um, the York Central Diner here, right down the road, off of George. Okay. Like, once you cross the... Yeah, once you cross the bridge? Yeah. Alex calls that the Shady Diner. I've never... I don't think I've actually... As long as I've lived here, I don't think I've really? been there. Yeah. She only says it because of how it looks on the outside. She's like, oh, that's the Shady Diner. It looks shady. I'm like, honey, it's fine. I've been here like a million and one times. It's yeah. a perfectly fine diner. It's good food. Which she has now since learned. And she's like, oh, this is good. But Speak of the devil... It's, it's Harry Dante. Dante! Hey! What's up? Not much for recording, you want it? Uh, I was actually going over my friend's logo. 
Yeah, you do what you do. Momentary guest, uh, Dante, who was on the Too Salty for You episode. <laughs> You're right. And that is my cue to leave. <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> See you guys later. See you, man. If I didn't mention before, Dante is now one of my new roommates, so. Oh, that was great. That was, that was impeccable timing. I love it. I don't think Alex came in yet. Or did she? I wasn't paying attention. I have no idea. That's that's yours right there, sir. That's just how involved of a conversation we've had. Yeah. Neither of us noticed. That is your lady friend. That is your situation to deal with. <laughs> so I hate to be the downer, but you hear all about that crap that came on out of Charlottesville on Saturday? Yeah, I did. It's fucking... Alright. So it's messed up because of all the shit that's going on and all the shit that's happening, but it's, all the memes are terrific, but it's just like, why this? Like, mm-hmm. Well, you see, what gets me, and I know, you're not the one to go with this. I wish Steve was here, because he'd jump on on it. Alright, go but, ahead. Your soapbox. Is I, I was just about to say, I gotta get my soapbox for a moment. Yeah. What gets me is Trump. Because he came out on Saturday saying, like, this is unacceptable, blah, 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 which obviously it is. Mm-hmm. But he goes, it's unacceptable. There are many kinds, many kinds of bad groups out there. He refused to specifically name. He refused to call them Nazis. Nazis, KKK, like he refused to come out white supremacists until... Until Monday, then he made a speech in that he renounced and said about that. He said, KKK, Nazi, white supremacist, like, they're all bad people. And then today, I just heard this on the radio on the way back home from work. Today, then, at a conference that was supposed to be about, like, infrastructure and everything, Mm -hmm. he completely jumps the gun off of infrastructure and starts defending himself for why he didn't call out the KKK Nazis and, like, I'm just like, what? Dude, you already said it on Monday, by bringing it up again, you're just giving them more fuel to burn here at this point. Yeah, you're not making yourself look good. Exactly. There are certain situations where, alright, you can just say, hey, I dropped the fucking ball. Say you drop the ball and leave the ball the fuck alone. Or don't like, even say that you drop the ball. Just be like, okay, like, I'm going to pick up the ball and try to, like, you know, pass it on. You don't then say, you don't come out then defending, well, I dropped the ball for a good reason. Like, it blew my mind. No, but see, here's the thing. Like, no level of fucking accountability. It's crazy. Isn't it? Again... <laughs> How do we get these fucking jobs? <laughs> I know. How? I know. Like, what? Here we go. Here we go. Right here. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus and Nick for uh, for president and what? Got to be thirty five, right? Yeah, thirty five. So you've got you've got like five or six years. I've got uh, seven years. So let's call it. Uh, Look, I can get elected and sit with my thumb way up my ass <laughs> if they're gonna pay me that much. Absolutely. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to build some infrastructure here and whatnot. So we'll go a little bit past it and say let's uh, let's shoot for 
the Marcus and Nick ticket on uh, 2025. There we go. Actually, no, that no, that's that won't work. No, 2024. 2024. Yeah, as far as I'm like thinking about, I'm like, wait, no, <laughs> next one's in 2020. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> and 2024 would work out though. We, we, we'd be coming in close, but we would work it coming out. Coming in close, like, old, like, young enough to party, old enough to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be real here. Like, uh, That's beautiful. I don't want to get in the office and just sit around and be lame, but I'm, I still, like, if people are going to piss away these fucking jobs to just schmoes and schmucks and schmuckettes and schmoettes... <laughs> Give us the fucking jobs! Like, <laughs> you said you don't want to sit around and piss away the job. All I gotta say is that if, if we got in into the office, into the the White House and everything, I think we'd have a very uh, bromance like Joe Biden and Barack Obama did. <laughs> completely fine with that. And we'll still be recording trophy husbands. Yeah, we'll just do it from a helicopter while we're going overseas for shit. <laughs> Every Air Force One. There needs to be a, a sound room. <laughs> it can happen. The president gets a fucking rider like he's some sort of rock star anyway. It's just like he must have this, must have that. Why the fuck not? It'd be no different than um, FDR's fireside chats and everything, except instead of updating you on the state of the nation, it'd be like, oh my god, dude. You remember this one time? <laughs> I'd be like, yo, uh, so what'd you do? I was in Cancun on the private jet. <laughs> That's all I can say right now, because feds are watching. Anyway. <laughs> They're always watching, man. I mean, it's their job. They're supposed to watch us. I mean, it's, it's just weird. Best president and vice president ever. Yeah, man. We, we'll storm the fucking cabinet. We'll get in, and then... We'll bring in, like, Steve and Luke, and then we'll make Dante, like, Department of Defense. <laughs> Department of Salt. Yeah, Department of Salt. And then, uh, we'll get my cousin Tyler, he's an accounting major, no, he, I think he was a business major with a focus in accounting, so we'll have him on the books, <laughs> like... There we go. Yeah, there I'll we get go. my cousin Brian, I'll have him write the speeches for me, because he's a fantastic speaker, and he, I'm pretty sure he studied, like... Sociology and human resources. So, bam, there was like, <laughs> we got this in the bag, I man. Get, yeah, like, <laughs> give us your shit jobs for money. <laughs> give us the jobs that you're bad at doing. <laughs> yeah, we'll do them better if in like seven years. Yeah, if you guys are crap at them now, we can't. Like the bar we can't is, do worse. Yeah, the bar is set really low, <laughs> and if we go under it, we deserve to be buried. Like. Hello, can you go? Hello, can you go? Barbados Slim. Hashtag Barbados Slim slash pork chop. Hashtag I was always terrible at limbo, so I can't go very far down. There we go. (laughs) I like I bet Luke can't go either. Though to be fair, he can go down pretty far. Yeah, he's (laughs) tall as shit. (laughs) But I'm wondering, like, when these people come in. And they do a job, and they get shit canned in two months. How much fucking money did they make? I really want... I, I don't know if they asked this. I doubt it. Stephen Colbert actually just last night interviewed Scaramucci. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was the guy that was the... Yeah, yeah. The director for information in ten days, I think it was, in total. Ten or eleven days. Sort of, yeah. 
I don't think, I haven't gotten to watch the full interview, but I don't think that he asked him, like, how much did you make? But I'm really curious, in ten days, how much did you make being the director of communications? Yeah. <laughs> how? How do you screw up so bad in ten days to get yourself fired? I honestly think it's just paranoia at this point. Well, what it, what, what a lot of people say, and I, I tend to believe this, is... Uh, they brought in the one guy. Shit, I can't think. Of, can't think of his name off the top of my head. Something Kelly to replace Ryan Priebus, and he just started like kicking people out and like shutting stuff down. So I'm I'm curious to see because here's the thing: if regardless of how long I was there, <laughs> if you were just there. I was fucking there. Exactly. That's like when somebody's just like, well, this player rode the bench the entire season. He got a fucking ring. Yep. He got a fucking ring. Mm -hmm. You can't take the ring away. Did his team make it? Yeah. Did he contribute? No, he sat on his ass the entire time. But who he was with fucking made it. So, same thing. You can't, like, if I get fired in two weeks, I don't give a shit. I work for the president. (laughs) Well, it makes me think of... I can't remember what president was. It's something like 1800s, late 1800s kind of thing, where the president stood out in the pouring rain and gave like this huge speech, and then came down with ammonia or something like that and mm-hmm. died like two months later. It was like he's he's the shortest term president. I think it's like two or three months that he lived yeah. as president, and it's still like, but he was president. It's still, yeah, it still counts. It absolutely counts. When you when you beat a game and it says like you you finish the story, but you didn't get like a hundred percent. Yeah, kind of it's just like seventy three percent done. I'm just like, well, seventy three is passing, so I'll take that. <laughs> mm. I will take it. I I have to ask this though. So seventy three percent is passing, mm-hmm. but what was failing for your high school? I think it was like sixty five or something like that. Oh, that's better than mine. For mine. It was 69 and below was failing. And then 70 to 75 was a D. 76 to 84 was a C. 85 to 92 was a B. 93 to 100 was an A. And I remember during high school, my friend, Pierre and myself, the one you also have heard on uh, the Comic-Con podcast, him and, him and I... Uh, we would look at, we would look at, like, when we had bad grades, and if it was pretty much between 69 and 60, we're like, eh, we failed, but we failed with grace. Like, we were almost passing. We failed with grace. It's all good. If he was West York, got rid of D's entirely. Really? Yeah, it was ABCF. <laughs> Like I mean, don't get me wrong, like, a D was still kind of like a punch in the dick, but holy some, cow. Sometimes it's better to take your punch in the dick than to have no dick at all. Oh, absolutely. I completely agree with that. Trust me, as a kid that struggled to get... It's so weird. As a kid who struggled to get through Spanish, like, a D was like a heaven sent. I was like, yes! For some reason, when I took French, it just came naturally. Like, French was easy to me. It's like when I took this accounting class over the summer... You can, you can do the test two times. I'm like, I didn't get the test the fucking first time. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Really? I'm like, can I take the test 
two times while writing down the answer or the questions for every. See, it didn't matter because she, the way she, the the program that she did it with, every time it switched the question. Uh, it didn't matter that she that I had all the answers. None of the questions were the same. Mother effer. Or they would take the question and just switch the numbers around, so I'd still have to do the math anyway. Mother effort. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, hey, man. Like, like I tweeted one time. It's like, if accounting class has taught me anything, it's that I'm not going to be an accountant. That's what... <laughs> accounting class taught you. I never had to take an accounting class. I had to take up to, for like my computer degree and everything, my IST as it's in Penn State, Information Sciences and Technology... I had to go up to Trig 2, I think. Ugh. Yeah. Fuck that. And I'm not a math person. I am not a math person at all. Oh, hell no. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, it was funny. In high school at one point, I was actually put into B-track math. And even my math teacher is just like, you shouldn't be in this. The only reason you're in this is because you don't try. Because if you tried, you'd be fine in A-track. Because you're not trying now, and you're acing me track. I was like, but math is hard. See, here's the thing. Like, every teacher and every professor is just like, all you have to do is try try. and do your best. But what they don't tell you were... Your best not good enough. Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) Literally, it is not. You can try every fucking thing. And, like, that's one of the things they don't tell you about life, is you can do everything right and still get fail miserably. It was funny because I emailed my professor one time about uh, a makeup exam, and it had timed out on me before I could finish it. As you were taking it, yeah. Yeah. And she was going to push it back, so I was just like, hey, is this going to get reset because I didn't get to finish it? And then you're going to push it back, which means everybody else is going to get two turns when I only got one. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, no, like, don't worry about it. Everybody just battled the first one and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking points-wise. If I don't hit all the points, I don't hit the marks. And the marks means I pass. Like, right, right. I need this. I don't give a shit about failing. I just want the fucking points. I feel you. I still remember I had this one teacher, Mrs. Alton. When I was a freshman in high school, she was my English teacher. <laughs> At the end of the year, is literally the last day of class. She grabs me by the arm, and she goes, "I hope to God I get you next year." She goes, "Because you're smart." She goes, "You don't act like you're smart, and you have so much more potential than what you're using. You should be going into honors right now." But you're not. She goes, if I get you next year, I'm forcing you into honors next year. The next year, I got a new guy. Brand new, like fresh out of college. Mm-hmm. He did one year, and then he's like, nope, I'm out. Got your dick. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was just like other kids in general. It wasn't myself. No, he loved me. He was, um, I think I've told it on the podcast before. He was the one teacher that allowed me to do the ending of King Lear or Macbeth as a one-man act. Yeah, you did say something about that on the podcast. Yeah, he was, and he was the one who was like, oh, wow, you actually did a good job on that. Alright. <laughs> he actually liked me, like, I was one of the good ones for him. Mr. Wintergreen, as Lopez used to call him. That was, like, my one, uh, my one professor. 
She absolutely loved me because I could just talk out of my ass. Like, <laughs> That's probably why we enjoy podcasting so much. Oh, it's great. If you can't Because I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. But it was literally like, I'd, I'd get up to the podium, I'd have my, I, I wouldn't prepare a speech, I'd have a PowerPoint ready, I'd have an outline, and I'd have my phone to keep time. And I'm just like, this is all I got. I'd just bullshit like a ten minute oh, speech. Dude, I wish I could have done that. I wish. Because we literally had to hand in the speech, the written the written speech. And now the closest I got to was actually in that teacher's class. Not not the one that I got into that was easy, but the one who was like, I hope I have you it next year. Because I, <laughs> I went to a Catholic school, as I think we've discussed before. You're a good Catholic boy. Exactly. But I was sitting there, the class before, which was religion class, yeah, you. writing the speech, get up there, give the speech, everyone around me knew what the hell I just did, because it was all handwritten instead of typed out or anything, and I hand her the speech, and she just goes, Nick, I can tell you worked really hard on that. She goes, I can tell that you practiced that, and like you've rehearsed that, and she goes, am I right? And I just kind of look, and I'm like... Yeah, absolutely. Every, I think every single person in that class gave me this death stare instantly. Just like, oh, 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 I want to kill you. And I was just like, yeah, I absolutely did. I worked so hard on that. See, because I was able to BS, but I still needed, I still needed to have that momentary, that yeah. moment to actually write my BS before I went up there kind yeah. of thing. Because like, otherwise, I could do the exact same thing as you. Oh, yeah. You, you know how I am. <laughs> I did it for English. I did it for speech, which is literally a class about going up, presenting, and speaking. And we had to do four different, like four or five different speeches. And every time I went up, I was just like, had my little shitty PowerPoint. Makes Let's it look go. like you know what you're doing, yeah. Yeah, like sit down, make a little like, 10, 15 slide PowerPoint. It'll take half an hour, 45 minutes, kind of plan it out, flush it out a little bit, maybe a day or two here, a day or two there. You spend all of one or two hours on a fucking presentation, just go and you drop that shit. I still remember this one time, and this is again in high school, but then I actually have one for a speech class in college. So, in high school at one point, I think I was sophomore at this point, maybe a junior, our teacher made us do this study of other religions kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I actually prop like... That's actually kind of cool to be like, hey, let's open you up to other religions in yeah. Catholic school. Uh-huh. And with religion, I got assigned was Buddhism. Okay. And you have to go up, and it's not even like you give a presentation, like a 10 or 15 minute, you literally talk a 45 minute class. The day before, I started looking up Buddhism stuff. <laughs> I started looking up Buddhism stuff, and I spent maybe, maybe an hour, hour and a half tops, like, actually looking stuff up, and I get up there, and I start, like, BSing, and we had chalkboards and whatnot, not even whiteboards, but chalkboards, and I'm, like, writing up stuff, and I just look at them, I'm like, sorry guys, my handwriting's terrible, my handwriting sucks, alright, you gotta deal with it anyway, I just keep going. I start telling all these anecdotes and stories that I read about during Buddhism, or like the the whole Buddhist yeah. religion is built upon yeah, yeah. Buddha and all these other things. And before I know it, I take up close to I because I think if I remember correctly, classes for like 
45, 47 minutes, minutes, something like that. And so the teacher stopped me around 40 minutes or so. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and, you know, she has to get the class out. This may be in total like a 30-minute presentation. But she stops me and is like, all right. Like, well, I finished and I was eyeing the time. I was kind of buying myself some time with some of the anecdotes that I had read. She stopped, or well, I stopped and then... It was right at times like, okay, great, like blah, 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 blah. She pulls me aside at the end of that class and goes, Nick, that was phenomenal. She goes, you should be a teacher. That was really, really good. And I just kind of, it was all I could do to not laugh in her face. Like that would have been so mean, but I'm just like, you have no idea what the hell I just did. Though, now since I'm working in a school, I find out that so many teachers do the exact Exact same same thing. thing. Like, they just, like, they get up there and like, alright, I read this yesterday, let's do this. Yeah, my, uh, I had an an English professor one time, and he was just like, so, my first day of teaching was one of the most important days in my career, and he explains to us that he sits down... He writes this really detailed lesson plan. <laughs> he has everything like mapped out and planned out and ready. And so he does this and he thinks, you know, he thinks this is going to be like an hour, 45 minutes, hour thing. Gets there, sits down, gets himself ready. Class comes in. He goes to the lesson plan in about 15 minutes. Oh, jeez. And then he's just like, that's uh. when I figured out how to teach. <laughs> because, like, think about like... We, they're so they like after a while they kind of teachers and professors well they have their system and they've taught the subject so many times kind of thing especially if it's something that's not evolving constantly yeah like, like for me if I was to teach a computer class it's like maybe two or three four years tops I could teach and use the same lesson plan over again, but then after that, there's new stuff I have to be evolving yeah, to. Yeah, you have to, you have to know and kind of understand. But if work you're with. doing history, history, English, like that's not really changing. <laughs> no, and I mean, there's probably new stuff, and I, I, I think sometimes they just want to see where the students' heads are at. So that's why they have the discussion class. Because think about. When you have a professor, the professor knows what the fuck's going on way before the students do. But there's a professor that engages you. Exactly. And then you all sit down and they're just like, so, what do you guys think about this? And he can, like, he or she can kind of see who's really doing what they're supposed to do or who doesn't understand stuff and who doesn't give a shit. But you see, that was one of the things I absolutely loved about going into college because I feel like majority of professors know that. Like, they're, a majority of professors are in on that. My philosophy professor was exactly that. He was phenomenal. There are one or two teachers that I currently work with. I remember the one was an English teacher. Well, is an English teacher. At one point, because I was in a class, like, working on his computer while he was sitting there, like, doing this roundtable yeah. discussion... I saw him maybe two or three days later, he's like, oh, so what do you think of that? I said, I think that's phenomenal. I said, you're pretty much teaching them like they're college students. Like, you're talking to them like real person kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, what did you guys think about the writing? What As opposed to preaching to them almost. Yeah. Like, it's like, well, this is what it is. This is what this means. This is it. It's like you're asking, like, 
well, this happened, but what do you guys think why this happened or what this means exactly. or what this symbolizes? Like, or, I think that's the best way to teach. Yeah, and even even like in those discussions, though, like students will have ideas that teachers won't. And you'll, I mean, it's happened to everybody when they're thinking about something and students like, well, I kind of saw it this way. The teacher gives them, like, like oh, a, shit. Oh, I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a very refreshing thing to be able to just sit down and have that discussion about something. I completely agree. Yeah. And then just one of the, for, for you people out there that are taking classes soon, one of the things that will set you apart from people in class is just constant, not constantly, but regularly have a line of communication with a professor if you're struggling outside of class. So, for example, if you're, like, trying to take a class and you get in and you're not doing well, email them. Yes. All the fucking time. Good go, advice. Like, go to office hours. Like, <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a professor one time who, essentially, my grade was pretty much a high C, and she rounded it up to a B for me because she knew... You had a relation. Yeah. Like, um, she knew. Like, she knew my face. I said, dead, dead in the front of the class. Any questions I had, I emailed her. She was one of those professors just like, here's my phone number. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things... And now, you'll get professors like that, you'll also get professors who don't care. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They're there for the paycheck and that's it. Uh-huh. But, when you get those good professors, and you don't know until normally at least like a week or two into the semester, but take it from two hardened veterans that have been there a couple times, don't be afraid to sit in the front of the class, don't be afraid to ask questions, don't be afraid to email the teacher, especially if they give you their email. Yeah. Like, if they, they do that because they want you to communicate. Now, some teachers are very, like, this is it, this is that, like, boom. Yeah, unless you're dying, don't email me. Exactly. So, you know, you, you have to take it where you can. Yeah, but you, you when you have that opportunity... Yeah, you take it with a grain of salt. Honestly, even, even professors that didn't... I, I don't want to say they were bad professors, but... I just couldn't keep up with them, performance-wise. Like, they might not have been the best at teaching. They were still they, very personable. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the heck is going on. All right, let me see if I can help you there. So, yeah, just, just honestly, just kind of be annoying. <laughs> like, and don't, the fact of the matter is, is, like, you say be annoying, but at the same time, what you think in your head might be annoying probably doesn't annoy the teacher that yeah, much. they want you like I actually they want you to engage I, I have from this past summer semester a string of emails between me and my accounting professor and it's probably damn near 50 60 emails Holy hell. of just yo what do I do how do I do this is this assignment still I don't understand this? yeah like the minute something doesn't click I mean I'm gonna look around I'm gonna see but if I don't know what the hell's going on I'm going to email your ass, like, boom, what's, what's this? What the fuck is this? <laughs> That's the way you do it. it. It might be a little bit less, but it's, it's a damn, like, big string of emails. Close I'm, to it, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, 
I'll be damned if you don't know who the hell I am. And By the end. Yeah, and I'm gonna just go out in a blaze of glory quietly. Like, fuck that shit. Like, I paid money for this shit, damn it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. So, if you have any good professor stories, hit us up, share that shit. Don't forget, you can always hit us at the, uh... What is it? I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. No, 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 not well. That, but I'm yeah. trying to think of the email. Actually, the Trophy Husbands Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, send us your stories. We'll read them, talk about them on uh, on here if there are any good ones. And yeah, that that's that's actually true. And provide the besides professor stories, any stories in general. Like, yeah, if you guys have any good stories, if you guys have stories, questions, anything you guys want us to talk about, we are more than open. Shoot us a message and let us know. And I just gave the email, but yeah. you guys, I'll, I'll give it later here, but you know, the Twitter and all that stuff, yeah, like, yeah. Well, hit us up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, Q-U-E-Z-M-A-V, that is for my Twitter and my Instagram, which I haven't really used much of. You haven't either. done it much lately, no? Yeah, no, my Instagram is kind of a... Uh, Kind of quiet lately, but I don't. I don't really feel the need to post any and everything. Kind of. He's not a posting whore. I'm not. I'm a different type of. I was about to say you might be <laughs> another kind of whore. You took it before I got there. Oh, it was too good. <laughs> I saw the punch wide open. I was like, he's not. He's not having that satisfaction. Fuck. I him. was not gonna let you let that one slide. Uh, <laughs> If you listen back to previous episodes, he wouldn't know, because I don't talk about that shit, damn it. <laughs> Confidentiality. <laughs> Sub, ladies. Anyway. Q-U-E-Z-M-A-V. That is Instagram. That was also my Twitter. And then S-I-R-M-A-V is my Snapchat. That's that. And you can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. All under NLens42, that's N-L-E-N-Z-4-2. Try to make it simple. Don't forget, you can always hit us up at the True Trophies on Twitter. And then, yeah. as you just heard earlier, you can hit us up at the Trophy Husbands at gmail.com. Don't yep. be afraid to send us anything. We're always more than welcome. Yeah. And just reiterate, I haven't done this at one actually in a while. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on... Podbean, you can find us iTunes. on Google Play, you can find us on iTunes, yeah. Yeah. pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast, you can find us. If you find one that you can't find us, let us know. We want to push it all out. Yeah, we're trying to infiltrate the game. We are trying to get everywhere. Yeah. But... And get all up in the crevices. <laughs> oh my. <sighs> but on that note, then, everyone, have a good day, have a good week. Have a good month, have a good year, have a good life, and we'll catch you, as always, even if we have to do it starting at 5.30 on a Tuesday, every hashtag Trophy Tuesday. Yeah, we got some for you, damn it. Peace! Goodbye.